0: Picture a robbery that might happen in your town. Bank robbers taking out security cameras, or broken windows and emptied cash registers, or a mugging on a dark street, or a front door smashed in with a missing TV or jewelry. You might hear police sirens, or see caution tape, witnesses talking to officials, and investigators dusting for fingerprints. There's a real process going on, and everyone knows what's going to happen next. We know what this crime looks like. It's ingrained in our heads. Even more importantly, we expect these crimes to be rare, and we expect people in charge to have a handle on things. But the truth is, most crime doesn't look like that anymore. The real world of crime is less likely to be in our neighborhoods but on the Internet. It moves at speeds faster than any getaway car or smash and grab. It's millions of break in attempts in a minute. It's the same brick that's thrown through thousands of windows with a single click. And largely, we are unprepared to do anything about it. This is To Catch a Hacker, an audio series about cybercrime, what really happens, how we find the people behind them and how they are brought to justice. The stories of the solved cases illustrate how we fight cybercrime and why most of these cases are so hard. Each season, we are going to tell the story of a cybercrime and follow the case until it is solved. We are going to use these stories to share lessons of catching cybercriminals and explore where we are falling short. But these cases are the success stories. We know... One in four Americans is victimized by cybercrime. Most never report what happened to the police. Of the tiny fraction that are reported, only three in a thousand incidents see an arrest. This makes cybercrime the most prevalent form of crime in America with the lowest enforcement rate. In looking at the solved cases, we'll see why catching the cybercriminal is so rare. I'm Mika Oyang. I've been researching cybercrime at Third Way. I'm a national security expert who spent most of my career advising Congress on everything from military spending to electronic surveillance to cybersecurity. A few years ago, I became obsessed with cybercrime and the idea that some bad actor in another country could harm Americans without leaving their desk. Come with me as we talk to journalists, researchers, investigators, and maybe even a few criminals about how crime works in the digital era.